Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Welcome back to Empath. Five ways to survive Black Friday as a small business. It's no surprise to anyone that I'm not really keen on Black Friday. You know, it's not really for me. It just feels very intense, very loud, very um, obviously sales heavy. And I just think it promotes consumerism to the point that we just don't need. Like we have enough already. Now, don't get me wrong. I totally can see the benefit of Black Friday. I've bought things on Black Friday. A couple of years ago, I bought my husband a coffee machine that he'd wanted for years because a friend of mine saw it on Black Friday deal. And I happened to be seeing that friend that day and he told me and I managed to buy it on the Black Friday deal. And I saved myself. I don't remember how much, but it was over £100. So I totally get it. If you really want something and you're waiting for it and holding out for it, and it comes up on Black Friday deal, by all means, go and get a bargain. I totally understand. As a concept overall, I have a few issues with Black Friday and, well, two main issues. One is the sheer consumerism and just the more, more, more society where we're encouraging people to spend more and get into get more because, yes, it might be a bargain, but let's be honest, more and more people are still going into the credit culture to enable them to buy these things and it's black friday has basically become an extension on christmas to make us go bigger and bolder and buy more and that doesn't sit right with me personally but secondly the real issue what i'm talking about today is the impact that black friday has on small businesses because you as a small business you're not able to you don't have the margins to make these big discounts that the big boys can. You're not able to compete with that. And so it can be a really hard time for small businesses because who are you going to buy from? You're going to buy from the person that's sort of an independent, that's working for themselves, or you're going to buy from the big guys who will give you 65% off for this one weekend. Well, even with the greatest intentions, people buy from the place they can get the best price because they are looking for a price. It depends on what it is, by the way, and I'm going to go into that in a minute. But let's say you're buying a book. A book is a brilliant example. I buy a lot of books and I want to support my local independent bookshops. But I totally get that it's hard because if there's a book that's £25 in my bookshop and I can get it for £8.99 on Amazon, that's huge. That discount makes a massive difference. And so it's worth considering, you know, are you in a really competitive industry or are you offering something more bespoke? We'll talk about that in a moment. So, I mean, where does Black Friday even come from? So Black Friday comes from and Cyber Monday. It's all the same sort of bag. It's basically one long weekend or it used to be one long weekend. It's now one long month and I've seen it go into more than one month. I mean, it's getting crazy, isn't it? But it basically comes from the fact that November is the hardest month. I think this is pretty generic across all the industries. You know, November's a very hard month for everyone. It's very hard in bridal. It's very hard in tourism. It's very hard in product sales. Because it's sort of a miserable month, isn't it? It's not quite Christmas and we're not quite got that Christmas cheer, maybe at the end of November. But also we're all, you know, spent all our money. We had a big summer, we had our summer holidays, etc. Our children have been off, etc. And the weather's bad and everyone just feels a bit, you know, meh. And I feel like people don't spend in November. It's a very funny month. So, you know, I think that 
what happened was Black Friday is like a backlash to that. It's kind of a, how can we get society spending again? How can we get more money in the business? How can we inject more cash and get revenue up and get sales up? But it, like I said, it's the bigger businesses that are absorbing, they, they can absorb the bigger discounts and they can operate on a bulk system. You know, they can sell more. It's a numbers game rather than a names game. It's the small businesses that can't be offering 50% off, 70% off, etc. because it's just not viable for us. So today I'm talking about how to beat the Black Friday chaos. How are in my five ways to survive Black Friday as a small business and things to think about. So number one is to be strategic. So plan before it arrives so you don't get pulled under. Because let's be honest, it's very easy when you're in the middle of Black Friday and everyone is offering discounts and everyone's offering deals and the inbox is full of offers and Instagram's full of offers and the noise, just the sheer noise of panic, cheap advertising. It's, uh, I, always, I always think of it like, you know, no, no disrespect to TK Maxx or TJ Maxx if you're in America, but you know, when you go into TK Maxx, I mean, I literally can't handle it in there. I've got people in my life that love TK Maxx and I totally respect that. But for me, I can't be in there. The noise, the crammed in hangers, the people, the just chaos of it all, everything just, I just find it so much. You've got to really go through everything and dig for a bargain. And don't get me wrong, you'll find a bargain. But I would rather go into a really nice boutique with only 30 things in it where the hangers have got space between them and can breathe and everything's got a nice aesthetic and everything feels good and it smells good and I'm happy to pay more for that. But of course, everyone's different, aren't they? But when I think about that analogy, that really does make me think of Black Friday. Black Friday is like the TK Maxx and the indie businesses are like the boutique. They are still offering that amazing experience and it's really sort of hand-selected and personal. Or you go into the wolves' den where all of the stuff is crammed in and there's clothes on the floor and there's people going mental for a bargain and the noise and it's horrible, but you get a deal and you spend less. So I guess it depends on what your priorities are. But here we go. Let's talk about how to beat the Black Friday chaos. So number one, be strategic. Plan before it comes out. Don't get pulled under, like I said. It's easy to get caught up in the chaos. It's easy to think... I'm going to do a deal. I'm going to do a discount, literally on a whim, completely knee jerk. And I highly recommend not doing that because there is, that's the worst thing you can do to go in blind and just come up with an idea quickly that's going to shift sales quickly because you're not thinking about the long game. And actually, I always say to my clients, discounting equals damage. Now, don't get me wrong, not necessarily will it add damage, but once you go, once you discount, you kind of find it hard to get back out of that. If people know you're going to offer an offer, um, and actually I am looking at something that I wanted to buy, and I was going to buy it for my home, and I found out they do a massive Black Friday deal. Now, why am I going to? Why would I buy that for Black Friday now? They've completely stitched themselves up, and it's <laughs> interiors, so it's really funny that this term is stitched themselves up, but it's true because now they get a mass load of sales on Black Friday weekend, and then the rest of the year they struggle a bit more because. That's what happens. That's what happens when people know you're going to offer a humongous discount on one weekend a year. So be careful to remember that when you do something knee jerk and people know you're going to do this, they'll wait. They'll wait for the discount and you kind of struggle to get back there and sell yourself at a, at a full rate again. So whatever you do before you, Black Friday hits you, like the tidal wave that it is, really know what your strategy is. What are you doing? Are you joining it? 
And if so, how does that look for you? Are you ignoring it, going for a November of surrender and just going for what comes? Or are you doing your own thing and going off piste? And either of these options is absolutely fine. If you want to do Black Friday, do Black Friday, but do it with intention rather than, you know, knee-jerk reflex reactions. Number two is to protect yourself. It's a lot of noise. So tune out that noise and protect yourself from all of the emails and all of the social media stream. And that goes for whether you're a business or not. I can say this from a consumer perspective as well. I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. I can't handle Christmas, to be honest with you. But Black Friday is like next level. I'm unsubscribing like mad now in early November, ready for what's coming because I can't handle the noise in my inbox, the noise on Instagram. I'll be limiting my time online really from now onwards because the Christmas noise, the chaos, the um, just everyone's stuff, everyone's stuff and that consumer message and that credit culture message that we talked about before. I'm keen to protect myself from that and to stay in my own lane, both in business and as a buyer, so that I'm not getting sucked in. I know what I want to buy and I know what I don't want to buy and I don't want to get sucked in. So let's say, for example, I know that I need some new black flat boots. Lovely jubbly. If I happen to see someone there on sale, I'm there for that. However, I don't want loads of other stuff. I don't need any new clothes, for example. So it's being aware of that. And so, for example, when I opt out of my Black Friday deals, I might not opt out of the shoe stores that I follow or the boot stores that I follow because I know in my back of my mind I need some black boots at some point. But it's protecting yourself from all of the unnecessary noise. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. And as a business, I think you can easily get caught up in looking at what everyone else is doing and panicking and don't subscribe to that, literally. Try and take some time away from it and, and remember to sort of follow the beat of your own drum rather than getting sucked into the noise, which brings me to point number three, which is don't feel you have to compete. I'm all for boosting business, but from a place of intention and not competition. So don't feel like you've got to do Black Friday because your competitor's doing Black Friday. Don't feel like because they're doing buy one, get one free, you've got to do buy one, get one free. Or because they got 20% off, you've got to do 30% off. I know businesses that have done this and have gone under because they've tried to one-upmanship each other and it's ended up quite badly because the only person that's winning there is the, the customer and not the businesses. So I think it's really important to not compete, to take yourself out the game and to feel like you don't have to keep up. You don't have to do it a certain way. You don't have to do Black Friday just because everyone else is doing Black Friday. Number four is that there's more to life than money. And this is really important because I want you to think about your business and think about your customer. There will always be the Amazon customer. You know, no offense to Amazon, but they're the perfect example. There will always be the Amazon customer, you know. But what does your customer want? Your small independent customer want? And is there something you could offer? So perhaps a free sample or a jeweler in my membership at the moment, in my Empress membership, has been offering bits of silver jewelry with each sales order she's had. And her sales have massively boosted because of this. It's not all about money off. Remember, people want what you sell. So I'm currently looking at some art from an artist I'm interested in. And I love her work. And I want her work, not someone else's. I will buy from her no matter what. So remember what sets you apart. I'm not going to just buy another artist's work because they got money off. Art is a sort of thing that is personal. But I want you to remember your work is personal too. And Black Friday cannot compete with your fingerprint. So remember what sets you apart. 
because that is your strength. In strong sales-focused wins like Black Friday, your anchor is your authenticity and what sets you apart. Number five is to accentuate the personal touch. In a world of consumerism and credit culture, remember what makes you magical. Handwritten notes from the owner, beautiful scents in the box, an extra something put in, a loyalty offer for next time you purchase. At the end of the day, this is what makes a difference. It's these personal touches that will make you remembered, that makes you, that stands you apart, that is about making the experience memorable for them. Because at the end of the day, so the big boys might have the warehouse, but you make the customer feel at home. And that's what it all comes down to, how they feel and what you can offer within your rounds that's true to your brand. If I started doing 75% off on things tomorrow, it wouldn't be true to my brand and people know that. Now, don't get me wrong, I do deals. I just did 50% off, which is the most I've ever done off on anything, for my Scribe Sessions course for National Journaling Month. But you won't get me doing some big bargain bonanza Black Friday offer. It's never going to happen. And you guys don't expect that from me. So remember what your customers expect from you and what is the value of what you offer. And that's really important to remember. So we always finish with an invitation to set an intention. And so today I'm asking you to really consider Black Friday. Whether you're a business, I've talked talk mainly about products here, but even services. Services can do promotions as well. But you don't have to do a discount. You don't have to subscribe to the Black Friday narrative. And if you do want to subscribe to it, that's up to you. And if you do want to do your own thing, that's also okay. You don't have to do it just because everyone's doing it. And I think that's really important. So for today's intention, I would love you to think about Black Friday and go into it, like I said, with intention, with a plan, with a strategy. And that strategy might be not to be involved in it and remove yourself from the picture. And that strategy might be to do your own Black Friday offer. And that's fine as well. But be clear about what you're going to do. And let's be honest, November is a really hard month. And it's a hard month for sales. And it's a hard month for business. And I'm the first to say, what are you going to be doing about that? What are you going to be doing to mitigate the difficulties of this miserable month? However, that doesn't mean it has to be in the shape of Black Friday. Your business, your shape, it has to be something that is true to you, that resonates with your people. And that's more important than ever. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode, guys. You can catch me at... The Feral Writer on Instagram. And remember, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.